calling all detectives. Some people will go to any lengths to amuse their party guests, up to and including staging fake burglaries. That is the situation on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. It's never good business for a private detective like me, Jerry Browning, to show off in public. But the man who walked into my office earned his living by doing just that. I'm Alvin Hartwell, the professional party giver. You put up the dough, I put on the show with a guarantee to register you in the social register. <laughs> Not me, Mr. Hartwell. I don't want to crash society. Wrong, Mr. Browning. You do want to be in society because I'll pay you to be there. Tomorrow night's the time. The Robertson home is the place and you are the star attraction. Yeah? And what do I do? Juggle? Hartwell grin. Well, not exactly. This will be a Roomba party. Everybody who's anybody will be present. Object to get the Robertsons accepted by the Bonton. At the moment, there's uh, a slight resistance to them, which is where you figure. Okay. But so far, I don't like anything I've heard, Mr. Hartwell. That's because you haven't heard the crack of the fresh money yet, but you will. <laughs> oh, yes, you will. Mrs. Robertson has a strand of superb emeralds, and I'm going to stage a fake robbery during the party, give the guests a thrill, get the Robertsons' names in the papers, and get another detective. Hartwell smiled, reached into his wallet, brought out a bunch of crisp bills. I'm uh, not suggesting anything illegal, Mr. Browning. It's all in fun. Good publicity. And for you, one, two, three, four, five hundred dollars paid in advance for one night's work. I looked at the money and... Uh, you just hired yourself a detective. Against my better judgment, <clears throat> I agreed to attend a party and recover some emeralds after a fake robbery staged for publicity purposes. I got to the party early, but Hartwell, the professional party giver, was already there. He dragged me over and introduced me to my host and hostess. Robertson looked at me doubtfully. Mr. Browning, what do you think of this fake robbery idea? Personally, Mr. Robertson, I don't like it a bit, but a job's a job. Robertson nodded, mumbled something about Hartwell knowing his business. I took a good look at Mrs. Robertson's emeralds. They were worth looking at. Then Hartwell tugged at my arm. Come with me, Jerry, and I'll show you how we work the act. Hartwell led me to a big potted palm directly below where the orchestra, Don Jose and his boys, were setting up their instruments. At midnight, just as the folks are heading into the banquet table in the supper room, somebody will pull the light switch. While the lights are off, Mrs. Robertson will slip off her emeralds, pass them to me, and I'll hide them right here in this palm box. She'll announce the loss, you identify yourself as Jerry Browning, the famous detective, and instantly, without stalling, you find the emeralds. Wait a second. I put on a big grandstand about what a terrific guy I am, and then presto change how I find the stuff? Right. Wrong. I quit. I won't make a monkey of myself for $500 or $5,000. Hartwell reasoned with me, pleaded, and finally I agreed to a modification of his wacky plan. No grandstanding, and for me to find the jewels after a search of reasonable duration. We left it at that, and I mingled with the growing crowd. Almost before I knew it, it was midnight. Supper is served. People started to move into the next room. I caught a glimpse of the Robertsons with Hartwell standing near them. Then... For a few seconds, there was a lot of milling around. Then the lights went on again. I looked at Mrs. Robertson again. Sure enough, her emeralds were gone. Ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Robertson's emeralds seem to have disappeared. 
However, we are fortunate to have present Jerry Browning, America's foremost detective. Mr. Browning, will you find Mrs. Robertson's missing emeralds? I tried not to blush, said I'd be glad to look for the stuff. I asked people nearby a few perfunctory questions. Then, I suggest that everybody go in for supper and I'll try to find the necklace, which I think is hidden in this room. When the last guest had left the room, I walked over to the potted palm and poked around a bit in it. Then began to dig in earnest. It was also in vain, because Mrs. Robertson's emeralds were not there. I dashed into the supper room. Okay, who's got the necklace? And this time I'm not kidding about it. It took a couple of minutes for the Robertsons and Hartwell to realize that I meant what I was saying. And then Mrs. Robertson promptly fainted. I paid no attention to her. I'll still consider it a joke of whoever has the necklace will hand it over this second. Otherwise, everybody gets searched. Hartwell jumped up. You can't search these people. They're the cream of society. Cream of skim milk. They all get searched. And that includes you, Hartwell. That's when Robertson spoke up. Mr. Browning, I'm sure there's been a mistake. I will personally vouch for all my guests, including Mr. Hartwell. If you cannot find the necklace where it has perhaps been dropped... Then I'm willing to consider the matter closed and to relieve you of further responsibility. Well, it was a nice gesture. And watching his face as he spoke, I was positive that he wasn't kidding. The necklace was really gone. And he meant to take the loss rather than embarrass his guests. I walked on back to the ballroom. Gazed at the palm I'd ruined. No use searching there anymore. I dug right down to the roots. My eyes wandered up to the musician's platform where Don Jose, the band leader, was packing away some instruments. Hey, you all through playing for the night? No, senor. When after supper, when people are full with the good food and wine, we play the slower music so we do not need the maracas, yes? Maybe yes, maybe no. I think I'd like to look at those maracas right now. Don Jose didn't want to part with his bean-filled goods. In fact, he was so anxious to keep me from looking at them that he tried to pull a blackjack on me. And when anybody does that, he's talking my language. Yep, the necklace was inside one of the maracas. Don Jose had overheard me talking with Hartwell and decided to acquire a nice necklace for himself. So he snatched it out of the palm box the moment Hartwell dropped it there. In court, he claimed it was a joke. And the judge was smiling when he handed down a three-year sentence. As for Robertson, he got such a newspaper play for his big gesture and vouching for his guests that society took him and his wife right in. Maybe that's good. I wouldn't know. What I do know is, like I said, when you do tricks to be the life of the party, always make sure you're not being a party to crime. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective.